0: Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Led by Life. We're your host, I'm Raphaella, and this is Hannah. And um I'm just gonna get straight into it because it's it's rolling. So Hannah and I were kind of just doing a little catch up as we, we normally do. And you know, I was letting her know that um I am sort of feeling this this need or this call to really honor this, whether it's the hermit in me or whether it's just like the collective energy that we're all experiencing. Um, but you were just describing to me like how a lot of astrologers and people in human design and um, all these folks are like talking about this period of feeling like there's a big, big retreat, like, and the way you described it was like when a wave is like pulling back mm. and and there's something to come after that could be like really intense. Did
1: I have that correct? Yeah, like the water retreating. Mm-hmm. When it's a tsunami, doesn't it like retreat first and then all of a sudden you get this like intense, yeah. Yeah. And so
0: I, you know, I don't know if it was, well, I do feel like it's just like, Um, an intuitive thing that has just kind of come through of certain things I've set in place going back to like the end of last year that have sort of brought me to where we are of this this feeling right of like me wanting to slowly retreat me needing to be really grounded in myself um, to prepare for Whatever is to unfold in the rest of the year. And so, you know, I've done certain things like get off social media and um, end a particular business, my practice, and kind of close that off um, and not really engage too much with a lot of things outside of myself or, you know, just that I would normally, whether it's people, places, or things, like I was telling you. And it's, it feels as if um, maybe a lot of people are also going through this. A lot Mm. of people are in this moment of like, retreating, still quieting, still. um, Well, I know you're in a different region of the world. So you're actually about to enter what fall? Uh, Yeah, autumn for us. Mm. Yeah. And we're still very much in the winter. So it's like, even though we're probably in different places, like globally, I think that either one of these times kind of resembles the same thing. Either it's a full hunkering down or it's a preparedness to, um, you know, be in that quieter, colder, darker sort of time of the year, right? And I just wanted to like share that it's nice to be able to have at least a place to come and talk about this, because it can feel very, can feel very lonely, you know? Yeah. And one of the things that you were mentioning is like this time, it, it, a season like this could make it easier to distract or to numb or to not, um, you know, sit with the self or with whatever's coming up. And I've just been noticing that a lot lately. It's like not, it it takes a little bit of a conscious effort to not fully engage with certain things that you always would,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, to me it feels like we're being asked to be more intentional than ever with how we spend our time, our energy, our attention, these resources that are so precious, it's like we can't afford to be wasting them on things that don't matter to us anymore. And I know that this is, like, so much about the new paradigm. What the new paradigm is about is and this um, age of Aquarius that we're moving into as well is just really about the individual and. Like what matters to us as individuals.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it does feel like personally for me that it is I'm putting a really big spotlight on my individual self. Like Yeah, which bring up all your wounds, all your shit. <laughs> right. And it like your fears yeah, yeah, that's what I'm noticing the most is like, you know, I was telling a friend the other day,, um, you know, it was like we work on ourselves, but we don't focus on ourselves. I think I might have mentioned it to you too. And it was just a really big realization for me because, you know, I, and maybe this comes from this like wounded healer kind of aspect of always feeling like I had to take care of the things outside of me, around me, individual situations, always kind of be this like level-headed, like very objective, mm-hmm. but very kind of penetrative like force to make something change. And it's interesting cause like, you know, moving more into like being very honoring of the individual has to require me with these experiences to not maybe numb out by fixing or helping other people you know my idea and I like this is just like all coming to me now because it's like oh shit like if I if I don't react in a way to like fix or help or alleviate some sort of situation what does that then say about me or what does that leave me and Mm -hmm. It's interesting because um, the 27th is at the gift is about altruism, you know, mm-hmm. and the shadow being selfishness. And I kind of feel like there's a little bit of of that here in what we're talking about or what I'm speaking of, just because it talks a lot about like this caring energy for, for the
1: tribe. Um, but, yeah, is it? A, yeah. I, I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming it's a tribal, a tribal yeah. game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because talk so much about, like, nurturing, nurturing the tribe, but nurturing the individual within the tribe. Um, And, yeah, I mean, when I think of, like, selfishness and selflessness on the city, the highest um, frequency, I think it's so relevant to what we're talking about. And I, I loved what you said about, like, focusing on, Almost like looking outside of ourselves because we don't want to look within ourselves at what we need, to, and I don't even want to say fix, but what we need to heal or look at. So instead, we're like, okay, well, what can I fix outside of me, or how can I help other people outside of me? And then that's actually coming from this more selfish place or this shadow frequency. Because um, you know he talks about it, the gift frequency, and and even moving higher into the city frequency, there's no agenda. You know, it's just like helping people because, you know, without without any agenda. So it's interesting. I suppose that the shadow frequency, the agenda is, well, I'm going to avoid what I'm feeling by helping everyone else or taking care of everyone else. Um, is it the I think it's the repressive where it's all about like Taking care of others, but from a place of like wanting to feel, you know, yeah. Valid. Well,
0: because he talks about, and it's um, because I was like, I was seeing, I was really like, oh, like, yeah, when you help, but you help with without having your boundaries or your limits, um, and sort of just really. I think one comes from this um, sense of giving of the self, like just, you know, without limit, without bound, not intentional, which brings up moments or feelings of like resentment. And the other one is more so of like giving solely to receive. Um,
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah and not just resentment as well with the repressive, it's also like depletion. It's like forgiving to the point where, you know, it makes me think of that saying like you can't give from an empty cup and it's just so true and it's interesting because what we were talking about before and and just, you know, at the start of this conversation is so much about like self-care and, you know, how... I I think it's changed. I think the narrative around self-care has changed a lot over the years, but a lot of people used to think of self-care being selfish. You know, you're just thinking about yourself by taking care of yourself, but it really is actually the opposite because you can't give to others if you yourself are depleted.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I. it's... So when I think of like... Again, what we were saying about how we actually, you were telling me like moving into the age of Aquarius, we have to um, have more kind of focus on individuality. Like in, um, you know, Jenna and Zoe shares it a lot, and, you know, we're big human design fans. Um, so, you know, it's kind of said of like this idea of like dehomogenizing. Did I say that correctly? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, we're moving into an individual energy. Like we've been in the collective um a- age of the collective energy for some time. And then in 2027 with the new paradigm, it's all about the individual. And that's what this time's really preparing us for, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, it's just very interesting
0: to observe situations where, like back to my, you know, my saying that I mentioned, like focusing, now focusing on the self. And, you know, I think before there was a lot of like work, there is a lot of, um, you know, I don't really like the phrase, like doing the work, like I don't really care for that um, way of describing it, but there was a lot of sort of um things that needed to be sort of disrupted or broken or changed or evaluated um observed acknowledged and now it's i'm I'm really feeling as if it's less about having to figure out like what it is that needs to be changed for myself speaking and more so like it's like okay, girl, you have all the information. Like we've talked about this, right? Of like sometimes, like having all the information can feel like um, a lot of pressure. Then to do something different or to make it all make sense or do it perfectly. But it's like okay, you have all the information you need. You've you've done certain things to the level that they need to have been addressed or changed or acknowledged, and now it's really a matter of kind of embodying all of those things and not needing it to be perfect but for me that's what I'm starting to recognize it's like there's a really big moment in my life where you mentioned on that post-it note that you wrote like what was it fears anxiety
1: the one you just showed me yeah I wrote down a post-it note (laughs) um, which I've stuck above my desk because it's um, you know this year the things we need to be mindful of are distractions numbing, worry, anxiety, and fears. And this is all like coming up. And and we can get taken off with these things. Um, but I was saying to you before, like what's really important right now is that we all become grounded, is that we right. can find this groundedness amongst this instability, amongst the chaos, and and we're going to be tested. And that's really, I think, what is happening here is like There's so much uncertainty and instability that so many people are feeling, and that is the biggest test of our groundedness, of our trust, of our faith, of our, like, centeredness, which is all here, like it's all within us in the self. So this is why it's more important than ever uh, to get ourselves into alignment so that we're not taken away by all these different, distractions and anxieties and fears um and obviously to like feel them as they come up in a really integrated way um but not to let them consume us to overwhelm us and consume us and you know I just I just feel like I'm speaking to myself like all the things that I know but haven't been able to like hear (laughs) or practice as much myself like I've had a really shocking experience in the last few weeks that has completely uh, derailed me and completely like, um, yeah, like shaken me. And I feel like it's, it's these moments where it's the biggest test in like how are you going to find that groundedness Um, because life's always going to throw us things to varying degrees that will destabilize us.
0: Right, right. And so I refer to that, to everything you were saying in that post-it note, because I feel like that is what I'm starting to recognize with this time of like pulling back, Mm -hmm. of retreating is Oh shit, like the fear and the anxiety, they just want to be even louder. And I notice myself like wanting to react, or or literally have reacted um from that. And it's it's like now being a little bit more quiet within myself. You kind of have you kind of see it, right? You see it or you feel it or you're with it. And not every single time is going to be perfect. But I think that right now it's a really good time to incorporate a lot of like what this 27th Gene Key is really all about, which is um what I took from it was like love. Yeah. Right. Like meeting a lot of meeting life with love and for me, what that kind of looks like is, is having some sort of whether it's self love. I mean, it, it, that's what's coming to me right now. It's like the love that I might need the most is self love. And, you know, and maybe that will, well, go ahead.
1: I keep going. Keep no, going. I was going to say, and maybe that's what
0: will help a lot of us who are in a very similar emotional energetic kind of space right um because to to retreat I think can be one of the most challenging things for us within this society because it's not common we you know we have all these other sort of stories that tell us like we need to go out and do this and we need to do that or we have to you know you guys get what I'm talking about and so when you don't engage in that like the best thing that I think that you can utilize despite any fears or anxieties that come up is to meet yourself with this self-love this nurturing um this like solid grounded reparenting um yeah but
1: what were you gonna say (laughs) well I'm really glad you said that because I what is interesting to me is that this gate uh is located in the sacral you know, the energy of doing. Um and That's right, isn't it? It's in the sacral, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me think about how uncomfortable people are with not doing like we, it's almost like we feel like we have to, and we've been conditioned to believe that if we're not doing anything, if we're not actively doing anything, then we're not like, contributing. We're not helping other people. We're not, um, you know, our worth is often tied to like our productivity and the things that we're doing, like our output. And it's interesting because you and I both have open sacrals. I don't know if you have this gate defined. No, I don't. So I have a completely open sacral, no gates, um, you know, and I really want to dive into that because I, like my whole life has, have been so conditioned to be constantly doing. I had I came to human design with a very conditioned sacral and, um, you know, I've been working on it and it's been so uncomfortable for the last year and a half to pull back, to retreat, to know when enough is enough, to know when the time is right to act, to do. Um, and also with my profile being a 2-5, like there's so much energy about like retreating, and then going out in the world and helping people, like the two five energy is very on off. It's very like, yeah, I'm I'm either in my own world or I'm out there. Like it's you know very kind of different energy. And so yeah, I just feel like it's so interesting to me that this gate here is in the is in the twenty the twenty seventh is in the sacral, and also that. It's this reminder that, like sometimes, taking care of ourselves, like I said before, if if we can let go of the idea of self care being selfish, sometimes taking care of ourselves is doing nothing, is allowing ourselves to do nothing, and it can be so uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. It's. I'm I'm happy you brought
0: that up because it's sort of clicking to me more and more. And if you haven't, and if you subscribe to the Mind Human Design app and haven't listened to the latest workshop, what the Quietest Revolution? Or what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that is very much kind of aligned and connected with this conversation and even with this gene key, you know, because it it is centered in this place of like literally productivity but reproduction yeah reproduction so and it is very tribal energy and it is um very much a, around taking care of others and and like ensuing that the needs of others yeah are fulfilled and carried through but where in that have many of us maybe even lost our sense of self right Mm -hmm. and i and i just for some reason randomly started thinking just thought about like parents who like and he talks about how parents are parenting is like one of the biggest forms of this um one of the greatest lessons you can have in this like altruism kind of energy but and yes, that's true, but also how many parents have completely lost themselves in parenting. And while that might be really great for some, it can, maybe it's not really that great for all parents, you know, and I'm thinking of mainly like women is what comes to me. Um, And so with it being in like uh, the sacral center, right? it really does, I, I think, make it even more, like it's louder, right? Like to not do something, like the voices are then telling you that like, you need to do this for this or that for that, or um, sort of like keep this engine going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've noticed in my experience, anytime that I'm deliberately creating in a different way the voices that want to like contradict that or make that be like not true become even louder and mm-hmm. so if that's where i feel you're right like right now it really is like the time that we have to be so grounded within ourselves um if we're coming up against some of these themes that we're talking about
1: yeah and for me personally, the moments where I'm the most grounded and the most centered within myself is when I'm trusting myself the most. It's when I'm mm. uh, like that is that is what I feel once if I can allow myself to be grounded and do the practices and the things that really help me to find that center, I'm not getting caught up in all those stories of self-doubt and, um, you know, lack of trust and I'm able to then take action from a really intentional place and not just out of this fear of like not doing enough or um, this fear of like losing momentum. That's been a big thing for me in the past is like afraid to retreat because I'm scared that I will lose momentum with what I'm doing.
0: I just wanted to see, um, do is the not self theme of the sacral
1: feeling like you're not doing enough um I'm not sure I know the not self of like a generator is frustration because this is like a generator center but I don't I don't actually know yeah probably not doing enough um and not knowing when enough is enough as well
0: yes maybe that's what it is
1: we've talked about this before like knowing when the right timing is to take action
0: yeah I'm I really want to know right now and I can't seem to find it but that's okay you want me to look it up in my book yeah I thought that I could just click on this graph and it would just tell me but it's not doing that but anyway okay I won't waste too much time. But
1: you know, I just, hmm? yeah, go
0: go ahead. Well, I just, you know, bring it up because that could also kind of just be a good, like cue, right. To keep that in mind if, you know, that not self theme, um, whenever you're feeling like, you know, I, I have to maybe not care so much about you know, any given thing outside of me right now, right? Am I kind of using that question, that not self question, to give you a little bit more information of like, okay, what is it that's coming up for me, um, or what's the the fear that I have?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's interesting that it is about um, reproduction and fertility, and um, you know, it's like the womb space for. For a female, it's interesting, you know, we've talked about it in the past about like growing a baby and how you just, you know, it's such like a deeply trusting process because you don't do anything to grow the baby. The baby grows itself. The body knows. The body's so intelligent and the womb space is so intelligent um, that there's nothing we actually have to do in order for a baby to grow. Um, yeah, it's just interesting.
0: Well, it kind of brings me to the the idea that I've heard many times of like, do we sometimes maybe avoid numb and distract um, out of like or reach for those things out of a you know desire that something will then be created out of this, like you'll get some sort of result out of doing this thing because you don't trust that if you don't actually do, then what needs to happen won't happen. And I'm just speaking that for myself because like I I do out of, again, like this theme of control, right? Like if I, if I care, if I take care of this thing, if I do this thing, then it's gonna turn out how I perceive it to be best. And, you know, that's not really allowing me to fully trust in like the divine of things. Like my hand doesn't need to be taking care of everything, right? And I can sort of take a step back and, you know, while it might be uncomfortable, like can I then like leap a little bit more into, you know, trust that whatever needs to be nourished or taken care of um, will. And if it's my place to be in it, then the opportunity will allow that but I don't always need to like interject my doing
1: mm, yeah you'll know like trusting yourself that you'll know when the time is right yeah. to take the action you need to take yeah mm.
0: and you don't have this do you have the other half to find do you have the 50
1: Oh, I have a completely open um as well Oh. my whole and that whole band of the spleen, the sacral, and the solar plexus is completely open. Like I've got no gates there.
0: Yeah. So how yeah. does it feel for you to even kind of like explore the qualities of this gate? Um.
1: Um. I think if I was to sit on it and contemplate it for longer, there would be a lot more wisdom that I could extract from it because I'm starting to, and like I said before, I really want to dive into these open areas. I feel like I've explored so much the defined areas of my chart, but I haven't looked at the open areas and these are the places where we can gain the most wisdom. Um, So I feel like there is a lot here that I could uh, learn from and this energy, I think, yeah, I just keep going back to this idea of like self, this idea of selfishness and selflessness and how um, important it is for me to nourish myself in order to be able to give and nourish to other people. And it's been so evident to me recently when I, have you know, this experience that I mentioned and this friend who's really going through a tough time right now, And how I've almost felt like there's these two parts to it. There's this genuine love that wants to like be there and support and nourish and help my friend. And then there's also this like part of me that is probably doing it from this more selfish place of like wanting to um, or feeling like I need to give and depleting myself. And like we were talking about before, aggressive energy. And so it's just, being really conscious and aware of like, what are my intentions with all of my actions? And I think this is something we can all ask ourselves is like every time we're wanting to take care and help and support someone else, like what is my intention behind this? And am am I doing it from that place of love or am I doing it because I feel like I'm going to get something in return or am I doing it because um, I've been conditioned to believe that that is what is like selfless and that is what is altruistic and mm-hmm. um you know is there something here that i also need to give to myself i think that that's a really nice question to ask ourselves like what is it that i'm needing so that i'm just i just keep imagining like this this feeling of centeredness and groundedness um like what is it that my my body my vessel needs right now to feel grounded so that then whenever the opportunity arises to nourish and support another person I can give from this full cup you know because it's not in any way me yeah no
0: absolutely That's very well well I was going to say like it's very cliche but like you in order to like give to others you have to give to yourself and there's so many variations of that same saying, but I think that I'm being met with this experience of like really seeing that more intimately than I ever have before. Because at this point that just doesn't feel like there's another way. Like the the other way of doing things just is not gonna sustain um the progression in which we are going.
1: And I can either say that again explain that a little bit more what you mean by that like i don't
0: know too much about you know this shift into the new paradigm um i mean i've heard it i don't know too much of like what it will entail um but i also and i also know that like as a species we are evolving we constantly have and we forever will and I don't think that I would be met with these experiences or these conversations if something wasn't supposed to then like go like come up all of this, right? Like I'm not just having these conversations for no reason. I'm not being met with these experiences. I don't believe for no reason. And so with, um, the things that I'm interested in and the things that I talk about and what, um, I want to see a life for myself and those around me, I am being met with like a moment where everything that I thought was sort of like comfort is, and while served its purpose at times, like very, like real purpose are not going to like uphold. The evolution whatever that means whatever that's to come like I I don't know you know like I can only imagine or you know think of it but um yeah I mean I just I it's not a surprise to me that like certain things are having to be changed especially because these conversations they're not they're not like for a select few people, or they're not like down in secret basements. Like, no, if you're if you're um into the energetics of the world and kind of have a particular um view on spirituality or a practice of spirituality and what that means for all of us as a collective and for this planet and for just us, you know, then I and I think that um yeah like you're sort of being met with experiences so that you can help see more love into the world as it continues um so it might not always be very easy and we've said that many times but um it can be simple it's just scary like we want to overcomplicate things so that And that's our safe zone. Um, but can we, if we allow it to be simple, right? And sometimes simple is like, you don't have to do. Mm-hmm. And But in that simplicity is like, it can be kind of hard and challenging. So yeah, I don't even know if any of that made sense, but hopefully it did. Um, let me know if it didn't.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We're moving along. I was going to say that maybe these maybe every experience that is coming up for us and it's going to look very different to each and every one of us because we have our own unique blend of lessons we've come here to learn, gifts we've come here to share, shadows we've come here to transcend and overcome like we all have our own path and that is become even more uh, necessary to follow that as we lead into the new paradigm but every experience that's coming up is going to bring opportunities for distractions for numbing for anxiety and fear to come up and opportunities for us to choose that different way like you said before because it's not sustainable to keep getting caught up in, in all of the fear and anxiety anymore. We can't, we can't sustain that.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think it like, uh, you'll just see it quicker. You mm-hmm. know, I believe I heard that somewhere just like it, it's not sustainable because now you're seeing the result of that, very thing like instantaneously which is one of the biggest decisions that or the things that made me make that decision of like not being on social media I literally was ill one day and it's something I've like toyed with and played around with but I was met with this spirit I was just kind of on Instagram laying there on the couch and all of a sudden I felt like I don't even know how to describe it I just felt ill. Like I was like almost nauseous and like from my head to my stomach just did not feel right. And I think it was that very day I was just like, okay, I think I know what I need to do. And so I I did it. And, um, And that sort of seemed a little effortless, you know? And I think that if you allow it you don't have to go searching and reaching either like I was saying before like I think that sometimes we do things out of the searching and reaching and wanting of a result or something and maybe if you we just kind of like let things be you know in a little bit of a slower pace or stillness or a little quieter like what you're meant to kind of experience will just come to you and like you don't have to force it you know um yeah, you don't have to force that energy is what I think. So, yeah.
1: yeah. I always present you with the things that you need to, like the next thing to overcome, the next thing to heal, the next thing to learn so you don't have to go out looking for it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Because I think that in itself is a form of fear, like feeling like you need to fix yourself and be constantly like chasing self-improvement is a, is coming from this place of like inadequacy Life will show you the next. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I, was, I can't believe we're going to be on the 28th soon. And for those of you who are following us along this journey, I'm really appreciative to all of you. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of rambling some random ass shit. <laughs> when Anna and I talk. And then we're like, oh, okay. So then we'll go on to the next one. But um, yeah, it's it's really an honor to have you guys, you know, paying attention
1: and listening to to our rambles. Yeah, and something I will say is that um, I want to start introducing timestamps because I think that'll be helpful for people watching. Uh, We can put in the YouTube can like chapter the sections the things the different things we talk about. So you know you can skip ahead to what you're interested in listening to and um, we'll start implementing that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you everyone. Thank you.